Are you looking for a space where you will learn to improve your mental strength, emotional health, and heal your insecurities from the inside out? Take the first step to living a more meaningful life with the Better Me with Body by Brie podcast. I'm your host, Brie. I'm a certified personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mother of three. I've helped empower thousands of women to take action through fitness, nutrition, meditation, personal development, and aligning thoughts with action. This podcast is for those who are ready to feel inspired and motivated to live a more purposeful life. Let's grow together. Have you ever sat down in front of the TV with a bag of chips that is full one minute and empty the next and then wonder how they disappeared so fast? Or how about stopping to finish your child's unwanted food as you're cleaning up just because you didn't have time to make a proper lunch for yourself so you end up eating goldfish and a few chicken nuggets? Or what about continuing to go back for seconds at the buffet just because the food is there? I don't know about you, but my answer has been yes to all of these at some point in my life. But I'm going to teach you how to switch from mindless eating to mindful eating and how it can help with binge behavior, overeating, and weight gain. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast. This is actually a really fun episode because... I learned so much about being mindful when I did my mindfulness and meditation teacher training certification. I had no idea that you could actually be mindful and technically they say meditate while you're eating. Like I had to do an entire exercise of eating a grape and I had to describe what color the grape was, how the grape tasted, what the texture was how it made me feel, and I had to sit and chew it. Like It was crazy how mindful you can be when you actually sit and pay attention to what you're eating. And so this was kind of like a silly exercise just to show you how many behaviors you do in your life that you are just on autopilot. You just have no idea. Like You don't even realize half the stuff you're eating or half the stuff you're doing because you're on autopilot and you're not being mindful. So let's talk about the differences of mindless versus mindful eating and then what the benefits are to learning how to mindful eat. And I'm also going to teach you the seven practices of mindful eating that I learned that is really, really cool. And it kind of helps you just have healthier habits, feel more satisfied, not overeat, all the things you want to do, right? So mindless eating is when you're eating on autopilot. So these are just a few examples of mindless eating, um, which, believe it or not, happens much more often than we realize. Uh, According to a study released in 2007, we make over 200 food decisions every day, and we're unaware of making most of those decisions. So in other words, we are on autopilot most of the day. And it's no surprise that this mindlessness leads to overeating and weight gain, right? So there are a lot of factors that can contribute to mindless eating. We might reach for food when we're bored, tired, angry, sad, when we're watching TV. Certain sights and smells of food can trigger mindless eating. Even multitasking while we're eating, like checking your phone, watching TV, all of this distracts you from what you're actually doing and it influences mindless eating, which leads to overeating and weight gain, which we're trying to avoid, right? So mindful eating is eating with attention and intention. 
So eating with attention and intention, right? So we are, it's the opposite of mindless eating. And um, instead of eating without thinking, when we're being mindful, we eat with attention and intention. So we're listening to our bodies and we eat when we're hungry and we stop when we're full and we sit at the table with no distractions and we eat slowly, taking time to notice the texture and the flavor of our food and how it makes us feel. And this is really hard to do as a mom. I understand you're probably rolling your eyes right now. Like, okay, I get a five minute break in between running my kids from sports half the time I'm eating in the car. So I understand, like I understand I am in that phase of life. But for example, today I was eating my breakfast and I noticed I was talking while I was eating and I was standing and I was hovering over the sink because I had a podcast interview. So I was like, okay, I got to hurry and eat this. And then I was like, wait, this is going to make me feel bloated. I'm going to have extra gas in my stomach because I'm eating so fast. I'm not going to digest this food as well because I'm not chewing. And so I just took my plate over to the table and I just sat down. I gave myself five extra minutes and I just put my phone away and I just enjoyed eating my breakfast for five minutes. Even though it wasn't a long time, I I was aware of what I was doing and I'm like, I really want to enjoy this. And it helped me to feel more satisfied. It helped me to really like taste my food chew my food, give my body time to digest my food. All of that is so important. So being mindful might not come natural to you, but the good thing is that there are helpful articles and tips that can help you get started. So um, keep in mind, it might be a gradual process because it takes time, obviously, to change a habit. But the key is to just slowly start making it a part of your healthy lifestyle. And hopefully, it'll become more natural to you. So mindful eating is about focusing on how we eat and enjoying the food we eat and creating a more positive relationship with food. So um, mindful eating considers like a wider spectrum of the meal, like where the food came from, how it was prepared, who prepared it. That's going really deep. Okay. As a mom, I don't really do that. I've never really done that. When I did my exercises, I did (laughs) for this class, but like, I'm not normally sitting there like, okay, you know, where did this egg come from? But what I do notice is you notice internal and external cues that affect how much we eat. So like, am I eating because I am trying to fill a void or because I'm emotional or is it because I'm actually hungry? Okay. Those are noticing the internal and external cues, noticing how the food looks taste, smells, and feels in our bodies as we eat. Um, Acknowledging how the body feels after eating a meal. This is really important. And this was huge for me when I realized like, oh, if I eat too much dairy, I actually get a headache. I never realized that. I just ate dairy because it was macro-friendly. Like I always had my Greek yogurt and my cottage cheese. But I noticed like certain types of dairy actually make me feel sluggish. And Certain types of gluten actually make me feel bloated. And so noticing and acknowledging how you feel after your meal and after you eat is so important. Um, Expressing gratitude for the meal. I say a prayer before I eat. And I think it really helps when you do have gratitude for that meal and where it came from. 
Um, you might use a like deep breathing or meditation before or after the meal. I've never done that before, but you can do it. Actually, you know what I do do is I will take, I do take a deep breath. Now that I think about it, I'm always like, okay. Have you ever noticed when you're out with your friends and you're excited and you're talking while you're eating, have you noticed that you get a stomach ache after? Like you have gas bubbles in your stomach. That's why. Because you're not being calm when you're eating. Um, and yeah, so those are some of, some of like the mindful eating tips and like what it means to be mindful eating. Now, in this article that I read for the Harvard School of Public Health, they suggested these seven practices of mindful eating and how it positively impacts our digestion, how much we eat, our mood, our satiation, and our mentality towards food, which I agree because this is everything I learned in my mindfulness meditation course. So I'm going to tell you these seven practices of mindful eating, and um, hopefully you can incorporate them the next time you eat. I just want you to try, even if you just do one, right? Um, So it's kind of what I just said. So we have like honor the food. So you're acknowledging where the food was grown and who prepared the meal, right? Um, You're engaging all of your senses. So you're noticing the sounds, colors, smells, tastes, textures of the food, how you feel when you eat, and you're pausing to notice these senses. Um, Number three, you are serving modest portions first. So you don't start off with an entire plate because you're most likely going to feel like you need to finish the plate. So it can help avoid overeating and food waste if you actually like put a smaller amount. And then if you feel like you need more, you can go get more. But for me, I notice like half the time I don't need, like I'm like, oh, I actually am full. I'm good. Um, Savor small bites and chew thoroughly. Uh, These practices can help slow down the meal and fully experience the food's flavors. But also that most people that have digestive issues, they are not chewing their foods well enough and their body cannot break them down. And that's why they get bloated, constipated. They have gas. They have reflex. Like you have to slow down and chew your food um, and then eat slowly to avoid overeating. So if you're eating slowly, you're more likely to recognize when you're feeling satisfied. So when you're about 80% full, then you can stop eating. You don't want to keep eating till you're so full that it hurts, right? That's past the point, and that kind of defeats the purpose. Um, number six is don't skip meals. Going too long without eating increases the risk of like really strong hunger, which can lead to the quickest and easiest food choice which is not always a healthful one, right? It's an, or a healthy one. So setting meals around the same time each day and planning your meals out and your snacks out, that will help so that you don't get to the point where you're just ravenous and reaching for the next thing. And number seven is you're eating, if you can, more of a plant-based diet for your health um, because you are considering the long-term effects of how it affects your body, right? Like processed meats or processed um, uh, sugary carbs, right? All of that is going to take a toll on your body. So you're trying to be aware of the quality of food that you're putting in your body. So studies have shown that mindfulness eating um, approaches really are an effective way to help get rid of unwanted behaviors around food, like emotional eating, binge eating, um, and all of that that leads to weight gain and obesity. So the cool thing is that mindfulness in general, 
addresses the shame and guilt associated with those behaviors by promoting a non-judgmental attitude. Like mindfulness is training you to develop the skills that you need to be aware of and accept the thoughts and emotions without judgment. So that's what is really cool because I always want to teach my clients like we are trying to be positive. We're going from a place of positivity. And so anyway, it can definitely help with that. And it can also distinguish between emotional versus physical hunger cues um, and help you improve your ability to control your emotional or binge eating behaviors. Okay, so hopefully that was helpful. Um, I challenge you to start at least incorporating one or two of those seven mindfulness eating habits and see how you feel. See how it helps you. Um, Acknowledge how food makes you feel after you eat. Um, See if you feel tired or lethargic or if you have energy, if you feel really good, if you feel satisfied, pay attention to that and, you know, adjust accordingly. Like if you notice gluten is really making you have a headache and feel brain fog and bloated and fatigued, stop eating it, right? Like honor your body. So let me know if you have any questions. I'm here to help. I'm also a certified fitness nutrition specialist. I love this stuff. I geek out over it. I love to teach my clients. It's not just about how you look. It's about how you feel, right? How do you feel? Are you actually healthy? So let me know if you need any questions. I'm always here to help you. Me and my team help with macro counts if you want to start there. Um, We have a whole education week on how to train you how to track macros. Um, We have an entire Nourish cookbook which just came out. We have a spring and summer and then fall and winter edition. And those all have super healthy meals that are macro-friendly, that are delicious. Your whole family will enjoy it. My whole family eats all of the recipes. And they also have options for dairy-free, gluten-free, and dairy dairy and gluten-free options for every single recipe. So if you have any restrictions like that, it definitely helps. So let me know what questions you have. I'm so grateful you are here and for your support. And I hope you learned something and I'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining us in today's episode. If you liked the content and want to hear more, remember to hit that subscribe button and write a review. As a small business owner, I appreciate it more than you know. If you are looking for a program to help with self-confidence, to lose weight, get in shape, and work on your mental, physical, and emotional health, check out my training programs on www.bodybybree.com. My team and I help to hold you accountable through the Body by Brie app, where you log in to see all your workouts, custom meal plan made specifically for you and your needs, and communication through the messenger. You are never alone when you're on the Body by Brie training program. Click the link in the show notes to get more information on how to transform your life from the inside out.